Tony. Brent. Did you know that Black Panther's gonna return? What? I no. Uh, say that. Okay. That, yeah, that makes sense. Do more, more people need their it. asses kicked? Then I guess Black Panther's coming back. The more I think about it, it makes total sense. Why, why, would you even, why would you even need to put a title card up at the end of the movie telling that? Because we've already seen trailers showing that he's back. Wow. What the fuck just happened, Tony? Man. Boy, so, that was cool. That was. The thing, the thing about that movie was, and and I even heard, you know, because we, we we have been on the little bit of the, the late end and getting to see this. Yeah. Please no hate mail. Circumstances. It was not. It had nothing to do with not wanting to see the film. It just literally couldn't get to the theater. Um, yeah. But I, I heard I was like that this was kind of a, a different Marvel movie, like you know not. Yeah. Definitely just, true. And man, I really enjoyed that. Like yep. it was, it was much more. A much more story-driven kind of thing than I think we've had in a while, and it's not to say that we don't have these, but it's like everything is built upon, built upon, built upon, built upon for so yeah. long. Even in some of the you know ancillary you know kind of movies, and this was sort of its own thing. I mean, yeah. uh, yes, we had a lot of elements that you know we we knew about from other properties, but really, it, it's it just it had its own vibe, yeah. and I love even if you're not like a fan of. The type of music, I just I dug the music in this in this movie. Was, okay, stop. <laughs> that guy thanks that was, us. That yeah. was because otherwise we'd be sitting inside his car with him. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. You're goddamn welcome. <laughs> you're right. I thought that I, I, one of the things I was thinking of is that to me it feels a little bit more like a Phase One movie in that I think the Phase One movies relied. Uh, on interconnectivity a bit less yep. than they started to to, to use it after uh, oh, yeah. the first Avengers movie. Yep. And so this felt a little bit more like uh, like Thor. I, I think was the thing that I was thinking is a little bit more analogous to that, where it's not just a character that you're setting up. It's a whole so it's a whole, whole world. world a whole there's world. a there's you know there's like cultural stuff. There's uh, sort of socio political stuff. Yeah. And in, in that way, it's I, I mean one one of my uh, one of my dear dear friends. Uh, told me when I asked him about what he thought uh, he said you know it, it's a Marvel origin movie and that's certainly true oh shit I did not want to turn here did I oh <laughs> fuck what have I done to us anyway uh, yeah okay we'll right. six o'clock it's fine the five o'clock traffic should be dead um, he, he said he right said. before the universe laughed <laughs> but anyway um you said, well, you know, it, it's a, it's an origin movie, and that's true. It's definitely an origin oh, movie, yeah. and it definitely has some of the trappings of a Marvel origin movie. But I got to give him credit. I think, as far as origin movies go, and I know Marvel gets beat up a little bit for this, um, I thought that this one really, really did a good job of standing apart. Yeah. And and not, although they do get into some of their tropes, and, and we'll talk about that. They do get into some of those sort of traditional Marvel tropes. Uh, I thought they really did a great job of making this movie a lot more than just the the story of how the hero figures out how to be the hero which is yeah. usually what it is it's oh, usually yeah. a learning experience a la Iron Man or Doctor Strange or something like that what? but again this is more like Thor where he's already a hero he already knows how to do this yep. stuff the journey is more of a you know sort of an internal or absolutely uh, emotional one or something absolutely yeah and, and you know that the, the they did such a good job of 
you know, starting you off with you, you, you kind of feel to some degree like you kind of know the basics, like you kind of have a feel for, you know, the, the, the character and where he comes from. Yeah. And then they, they really start to go in and you, you start to find out that, you know, it's a lot deeper than, than you think. And mm-hmm. kind of, you know, it, it, it's like a little bit of this, I mean, you know, nowadays everyone has to have like the guilt of of their past, you know, like yeah, put on the, the character. Now, that's a recurring theme. Although I don't think, lot. in this way, I didn't feel like it was done like, you know, poorly. I thought they did. No. It really, like, I, as a matter of fact, I think that's one of the strongest things oh in the movie. Oh my God. I, I talked to a, a friend of mine and just, just to be honest, this black guy, you know, so he's, okay. uh, yeah, I, talk, I just asked him, because we always talk about superhero movies and we, when this was coming up and we were both really pumped for it, you know, and, and I, he, he uh, got to see it before me yeah. and I said, okay, no spoilers, but just what do you think? And he just exuded just happiness. He was just yeah. like, this is just something that like I've always wanted to see and, and he said and as a black person yeah this really puts a lot on you know it puts a lot on a lot of people it's not just you know like the colonialists and what they did it's a lot of like okay <laughs> that's Wakandans. a great, that's a great joke where, <laughs> yeah. where Martin Freeman wakes up <laughs> don't touch anything colonialists the uh, the thing I love is where you or know he's just, he was just kind of like you know Okay, so you all have this ability, yet you let people that yeah. you know came from the same places that your people came from at one point, yeah. you know, have to live with all this, and you just sit back in your your you know perfect little little world. And I mean, man, that's like that's that's really, pretty really that's resonates pretty brutal. And the fact that like you know, I, I really do, you you really genuinely, I think, sympathize with both sides of that, you know, fight, you know, you kind of understand that like, yeah, you know, I, I really hear the anger and frustration, but you know, war, all all that war hasn't solved anything for anybody in this world, you know, whether they, you know, no no matter where they, they came from. But then you also say that other side of, you know, well, yeah, but, uh, we never had a shot at it. You know, we never had a shot at like, you know, doing, doing the world right. And so we need to tear it down before we can, you know, build it in, in, a, in a better in a, in a better image you know kind right. of thing I, you know it's one of those things that really is it's it means something to people it was, I, I really like it, this movie genuinely did that thing of like was put out there as like a important film yeah and I think genuinely was that you know yeah. sometimes they do that and they kind of put this false and I gotta be honest I was I was minutely scared of that like Man, this is getting a lot of attention for being this, this just this force, you know. And I'm like, man, I really hope that it actually is that, you know. I hope it actually lives up to that. And I, it, I think it absolutely did. Like they, they did uh-huh. a wonderful job. And I love that that moment at the end. Like you know, you feel all that hate from Killmonger, you yeah. know. But like, yeah, yeah. like it, it deeper, deeper than just like a personal like I fucking hate you. But like a per, like a deep like. I hate everything about what this world is and has become and who yeah. let it get there and who is letting it continue. You know, like, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. just a, you know, just so much. A profound hatred. profound hatred for, for the way the world is. Yeah. And then you get, you know, the other side of it with T'Challa is like, you know, he's, he's like, he has a lot of pride in what, in what they have built and, and how, but you can see how torn he is. Even early in the film, you know, you kind of see that you know he 
he sort of struggles to be like, well, we still have to work within this world, you know. And then, and then as things start coming to light, he's like, you know, look, you know, we we made the we are the ones that made this the way it is, at least to some degree. We well, we have we have been part of creating this world, it, it, the, the you know the bad things about it. Right. I think so. We're talking about themes. Yeah. And. I agree that I think the film's got some very, I think the film's got some very uh, prominent or uh, very powerful, some very profound, some very prescient themes, and I think that, and this actually ties into something I was thinking about as far as sort of the tropes, like the Marvel origin story trope. Mm-hmm. Very often, the villains are sort of of the hero's own creation. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily intentionally like a lot of times you know it's 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 a little unintentional yeah but in many many cases um you know the the villains are are in some way uh they have been created by the hero yeah whether directly or or indirectly or the good yeah or the good guy you know i mean like you know stanley tucci's formula created the red skull and you know thor's sort of arrogance and indifference kind of created loki and uh you know the, the greed uh you know, associated with, uh, like, the arms industry created Obadiah Stane, and, you know, on and on it goes. Yep. But I don't think any of them have sort of rendered something as, from that formula as successful as Black Panther in yeah. that I really feel bad about what happened to Killmonger. Like, I legitimately don't blame that guy for feeling the way that he feels. You know, having his father murdered, having his entire life, you know sort of thrown uh, into into disarray and imbalance and the journey that that led him on like you know like I totally get where that guy is coming from yeah and and why you know he would uh, why he would want revenge not just on a person but on you know almost all people so I really thought they did a fantastic job with that and at the same t- so at the same time you know sort of giving you giving you like a villain that really is coming from a sincere place in terms of their motivation. Mm-hmm. But also, that answering that as T'Challa does, you know, in that scene where they're kind of fighting on the, on the, the, the train tracks yeah. uh, underground at the end, answering that philosophically, and this is, it's one of those, like, I have been thinking about this very thing a lot myself, but when <laughs> T'Challa tells him, you have become the thing you were fighting. Yep. You've become the people that you hated. You have the thing allowed, that you hate that they do you is what you are wanting become, to do. You are doing it. <laughs> yes. And that's something I think a lot about. And it's oh, one yeah. of those things that I think a lot of people have slipped into without realizing it. And I got to tell I mean, like, for me, that moment, I mean, it was like getting hit in the face with a sledgehammer. Oh, like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. Like, that's a message... The world needs to hear, what? and uh, so you know, like there's just there's so many aspects yeah. of the movie like that that where I th- I thought that the um, I thought that what the film kind of had to say, you know, sort of the, the subtext was really profound. And I mean, even that even in that that tag scene where T'Challa speaking before the UN mm-hmm. and kind of saying, you know, like, hey, you know, we're Wakanda, you know. And uh, and you know we're going to be doing X, but, Y, and but Z. Is, no, no, it's, it's and French, the French, French guy. <laughs> I don't know why I went into like German. What, or something. what does a bunch of farmers in this have to offer? It's like shut up, France. <laughs> but 
that he he says some he says something there which I mean in my mind is aimed squarely at uh, the Trump administration. Oh, he says yeah. in times of great hardship, uh, great. you know, like great leaders build bridges, bridges. not barriers, yeah. something like that. And I'm like, huh, huh, what could that be in reference to? <laughs> so anyway, I I I loved like on that level. Mm. And that's the thing. Like, we're not even to, like, the shooty-shooty blow-up stuff, which yeah, we which, do love. Which I, I will. But on that level, the movie is a masterpiece. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, so that's, that's a good time, to, I think, maybe to segue into that. I So, I will say, as as we're watching the movie and as, you know, certain things, in the... Comparing it to, say, something like a, you know, Civil War, Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, that sort of stuff... I actually kind of felt some of the action beats were maybe the weaker points of the film, and and yeah. not really not saying that I thought they were bad. No, they just it because and let's just be honest. I think it has it has something to do with it's like you know when you when you have fought you know the superheroes that we think of, and then you kind of go back to a lot more fisticuffs, you know, yeah. uh, you know hand to hand kind of combat, You're kind of bringing it's, it down. It's back hard. To, uh... It's hard sometimes to to do that. And, and keep it staying, you know, uh, uh, as exciting to some degree. You know, I think they definitely tried to with some of the energy beam webs and stuff. But right. I, I, I will say, just in all fairness, I thought some of the action beats um, were... were the, the thing I will say, like, there were so many times where I just... I couldn't even really see what they were doing. See, like, they were doing that's a lot what I was of that, say. like, you know, fighting. And I was that's like, what I, I was going to say. I think that was probably cool, but I can't really tell what they did. The, the, the one problem that I had, and I thought it was a... Like to me, it, it became less and less of an issue as the film went on. For whatever yeah. reason, I guess that you know they just started kind of like pulling the camera back a little There's bit. The action became bigger. They had the fucking Transformers problem, where like you're so tied into the action, you have no idea what's going on. Yeah, I was going to say that there there were especially there's a couple of moments I was thinking of when they have that fight in the casino. With yep, the that's Claude that's the exact men. scene I'm thinking of too. There were several moments there where like really cool shit was happening, and I felt like the camera just wasn't quite giving it to us. Yeah, like you know, I was. They, they were they were sacrificing uh, a little bit of uh, legibility. Uh, for for the style, the kinetic, you know, yeah, just like that kind of, and I mean, like there's some cool shots. Like I love I love that shot where uh, T'Challa he turns and he sees Claw going up those stairs and he just jumps and yeah. suddenly he like he's he's there, he's there yeah. and the cameras you know coming up over the balcony to kind of catch him uh, confronting Claw at the top of the stairs. Like there's yeah. some there's some really cool stuff in oh. there, but I did I felt like the camera work in some cases like it was just it was a little bit over the top where. It's so kinetic and so energetic that it's making it a little bit difficult to follow what you're seeing. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, on, on the which may officially, which may officially. Yeah, I was gonna. And that's a good point. Would it be? I, yeah, that's a why better I kind of wonder. Seeing at home, where you can kind of at home, you you you're not your your field of view. Because the thing I was literally noticing is my eye. I would like be drawn one side, and then a bit of action would be there, and I'd try to like catch it, and I literally would miss. Like oh. Okay, I guess he took the gun away from it. You know, like it just yeah. kind of you, you. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. Seconds, now, but like now at the end though, like, like the sort of like you know the big confrontation there uh, at the end near that that big landing platform. Yeah. That I did not. I did not feel it had the problem there. But again, did, yeah. there's so much action going on. They probably are pulling the camera back and shooting that well, a little bit wider. And I'll tell just, you. Just to kind of get all of the scope. I tell you a lot of it. I think has to do too. I think the, I should stop talking with my hands when I drive. Yeah, I should know. Mind. <laughs> it's right. So the um, bad idea. The casino fight and I think the the subterranean part of that fight. Yeah. I think are both harder to follow. 
outside where it's bright and it's easy to see what's going on, like during the the, the final battle there at the end, I think was much more easy to follow. Like it's just, I think, lo- just logistically, it was just easier to see what was going on. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I. I agree, not to I take agree it away. Not to take it. Not to take anything away from no, what the, mo- the film the is doing. The movie's great, regardless. Yeah. But if there was one thing I'd change, that would be the one. Thing. Well, I'm kind of glad. The, oh, well, no, like, no, no. There's two things. I would change that, and also I'd have a lot more Andy Circus. Yeah. Yes. Dude, he just chews scenery. Oh, dude, he's so fucking awesome. Oh. Man. Now that's the thing. Everyone in this, I thought, was really good. But yeah. you know, the one, the one, like, I the one Cassie. exception, the one exception I would maybe have before we start into the the love fest yes. is. I felt like, um, and why can I never remember his name when I need to, uh, Ross. Oh, uh, Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman. I, I, lo- I think he's awesome. Yeah. I just felt like they, every, he didn't get to make that many jokes. Yeah, yeah. He I mean, was always kind of the butt. or the, the straight man for yeah. sure. And, and it, you know, that's fine. I get it. But that did, I wish that had been it because like Andy Serkis he, was che- chewing through, ter- uh, chewing through, um. Every scene he was scene. in. <coughs> Fucking! That's great. You got a mixtape? Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah. Oh, give, right, give me the link. No, link. no, I'll give you the SoundCloud link. Like I love how like don't the specific make me they to got to. Yeah, <laughs> there, I bet you anything. There's a SoundCloud link hidden somewhere on the site for the for you. Like, you listen to Andy's mixtape. Yes, dude. And I hope he's not dead. I do I mean, too. Because I, they, I don't. Want they, they pretty much made it seem <laughs> as clear cut as possible. But oh, my only hope is since they cut away from it. Maybe there's some way you can explain, like I oh, got shot in the shoulder, and yeah, know, somehow whatever. he's still alive because man, um, he's so funny. But anyway, he was awesome. I tell you, the entire cast, and, and, and I am a little bit embarrassed because I can't speak to everyone who, who everyone is. Who's the guy from Creed that played Killmonger? Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. God, was good. fucking amazing. I love how how just like yeah, I mean, he's pretty. Much I love good how at confident and co- just how like I mean, he played that role so fucking just like. Even when you knew he was wrong at times, you just were like, "Yeah, he's still so yeah, charismatic. man, yeah, he's still, fucking yeah. yeah." He's so charismatic. And, oh, he's awesome. Uh, I mean, he's, I mean, he's a fucking great actor. I mean, I like again, like I've never seen him in anything that I didn't think yeah. he was great in. Um, uh, Force Whitaker was was, yeah. was great. Of course, you know he's always kind of you know such a, a, he's great. a great. Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett again, was solid. Know, like, yeah. When is she bad? You know. But um, so good. One of the guys I thought st- who who played the. Um, God, I can't remember. I get the names confused. But the guy that played like that fifth tribe that doesn't kind of like oh that, yeah that, yeah that challenged, yeah. You know? I look for. I, I'm not familiar with the actor. This I, I think this is the first um, thing I've um, seen him in. Umbuku maybe or something. I, I'm, but I'm, I'm sure I'm pull up, pull up IMDb. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be anyway. Yeah, he man. was fucking. I was like, so oh, feeding cool. my children. Just kidding. We're vegetarians. <laughs> <laughs> and he just like laughs. Fucking ever. I love that. I love that. Yeah, I thought I thought he was a great character. I thought they really gave him some fun stuff to do in the movie. Um, one thing that I want to mention, it's kind of out of order. Like, I mean, it's not really related to what we're uh, talking about now. But I just want to mention it before I forget. That scene... Winston Duke, that was that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, rem- I remember that. I remember thinking that uh, it, it, he had a... Uh, uh, I just remember yeah, thinking like the, like the last name was like something to do with college. Yeah. Anyway, um, okay, so... Before I forget, that scene at the end where uh, where Chadwick Boseman and Lupita Nyong'o are walking through the market again, mm-hmm. and uh, and he kisses her. There's there's like a young girl down the row from you. She's like, like oh yeah, yeah, left, I heard her. Yeah. And like he, he leans in, he kisses her, and you hear her go, yes. yes! <laughs> 
<laughs> I got such a big kick out of it. She was, she was really looking forward to that. Oh moment. yeah, yeah. Because I mean, they just they kept kind of teasing it the whole time and didn't, you know. Yeah, but you know, and that was kind of an interesting thing. Where, whereas a lot of times there is a very strong romance component. I mean, certainly, you know, Tony Stark and Pepper Potts, uh, you know, Thor and Jane Foster, Cap and uh, Cap and Agent Carter. Although I guess she's not Agent Carter at that point, but um, you know, certain like generally, Marvel movies really, really uh, they like they like to go for romance. Yeah, less of it in this movie. It's definitely there. It's definitely there. It's a yeah. factor, but it's it's not as much of a focus as it I, often is. I think to some degree too, because it's always in, in, to to a large degree, it is always played as. The hero and and his girl, you know, like yeah. not to say the girl is just completely downplayed. I mean, like in Pepper Potts or Agent Carter, like they're always, you know, reasonably strong characters, but yeah. not and they prominent. don't hold they don't hold equal footing to the others. The female cast in this movie, yeah, they're bringing it absolutely. Helped stood their ground. Fucking Michonne, I can't even remember her name. The girl, the, 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 the general, in the, in the, yes, yeah, played, yeah. Uh, um, from Walking Dead. She was fucking awesome. That scene where. He like takes the spear out and like throws it through the car yeah. into the hood, down into the ground, and like and, you know and, just yeah, shred, and just and shreds the car. Oh. It's like, hey, you dropped your SUV. Did you did you notice? <laughs> you dropped it. It's right over here. No, she was fucking cool, and I love the. Um, well, we we were we were like I love you know where the uh, the rhino charges her. And she, yeah, like, stop. I mean, she, she didn't, didn't, say, she didn't anything. say it. She, she just, didn't say anything. She, she just, just gives him that, elixir, that yeah. look. It's like, you better stop or asses will be kicked. But the, we were joking about, you know, like, what do you think? She's going to give that look to the, she's going to give that look to the ambassador of France. Yeah. And, <laughs> and suddenly we're going to discover how many white handkerchiefs he's got backed on him. <laughs> no, stop, please. I do. I, I thought, <laughs> man, it just, I love, I think that was a very, that was kind of one of those movies where there's so many things they were doing. I think very, you know, and it, 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 it was it was a very forward-looking film in a lot of ways that I think yeah. that it just said like you know hey there are a lot of groups that that don't necessarily get the screen time that you know they should right and this movie basically made sure that that happened at, on every level and at a extremely high high quality you know yeah. it just was. God, it was it was really really good. The, the thing, the other thing that I was thinking of is in similar fashion to Civil War, where going into the movie ahead of time, it'd be very easy to kind of do the math and say, well, how many characters you have? Look, you can't. There's just no way we're gonna. You can't have all these characters in this movie and have their appearances mean something. Like at some point, you know, Hawkeye is showing up to refill a cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, and they're like, "Oh, we got Hawkeye in the movie." It's like, "Well, yeah, but all he did was yeah, but he was up. just in the background." And yeah. then you see Civil War, and you're like, "Shit, somehow they did it!" Yeah, like everybody's in the movie, and their presence actually matters. It means something. Yep. In similar fashion, everybody that everybody that that appeared in this movie managed to have, I thought, a really meaningful contribution for their character. Yeah. You know, the people who were supposed to be badass were really badass. Mm-hmm. You know, the people who were the, the people who were supposed to be uh, the people who were supposed to, you know, be the technological wizards. I guess I'm talking about one person now, but anyway, yeah. the younger sister. You know, like they really service all the characters, and they really, uh, for whatever type of character you might want to root for, 
they give you good cause to do they, so. They, exactly. They have some some something there. Or if they were like in Claw's case, something like that, they were they were a, a critical piece. Like they you know they had a real reason to be there and they had a real real um, fleshed out kind of being. Yeah. I love that that whole thing of you know who who gave it to me. Well, you're you're working with yeah. them. Yeah. And, and it's like there's some there's some sort of background logic to that. You yeah. know, I mean, there is that yeah. kind of like, it, again, it's one of those whole things where it's just, it's a more complex um, movie, and, and I like that they didn't, I don't know, that they didn't stray away from it. Like, they really kind of took, took it head on. No, I mean, that's, I mean, like, that is the movie. Like, it's not like it, it's not as though the movie sort of, like, picked that up and carried it with it. I mean, like, uh, that it's was, part that of it. That was the part of it the whole time. You know, yeah. it, it's, it's, it's in the DNA. One of the things that I, I want to call out to, I thought it was a funny moment, but I also think it's an example of really solid writing, where they are in the museum, and uh, at the point where Andy Serkis and, and the culprit, uh, you know, his cohort come in dressed as the EMS yeah. uh, people, and you know, he starts uh, shooting people with, you know, the... Uh, bad, bad EMS tech, if I can be yeah, honest. Yeah, very, very bad. But anyway, he starts shooting people, you know, he's got the, the pistol with the suppressor on it, he's shooting people. And there's that one guy that he leaves. He's like, "You can go." He's like, "No, no, no, it's fine. You go ahead. But don't tell anyone that we were here." And you know, I mean, like, you, yeah, know, you know, it's like he's, he's going to let this guy get three steps and then shoot him in the back. And so he starts running, and sure enough, shoots him in the back. And it's, I mean, it's a great moment. It's a really, it's a fun, you know, funny action movie kind of moment. Funny beat, yeah. That, that very then, kind of ironic then thing. Then explains the reasoning behind it. Exactly. But then, as opposed to just letting it be, oh, because he's a, you know, he's, he's a, bad, a guy, bad guy, so he doesn't. But then he explains, he's like, oh, you know, like, spread the crime scene out, makes us seem like amateurs more. It'll yeah. throw people off our trail. The fact that they, they get to have their cake and eat it, too. They get to have the funny action movie yeah. humor, but then make it a character thing. Make it something that communicates to you yeah. that Claw is a very, very savvy, yeah. uh, strategic thinker. Great writing. Great writing. And that's, awesome. the stuff, that's the stuff that Marvel excels at. They always manage... To get those kinds of qualities in their movies, where they do a lot of storytelling with just a, you know a little bit of screen time. Well, and that's the thing that's so perfect too is they're they're so good at doing it, like you said, in like that small window of time. Because any other way, it would get bogged down and it would become like you know oh well, the reason we did it is because X Y and Z da 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 da. And it's just like no no no, it's it's you you need just enough. Because let's be honest, we never really revisited that. They never really said like ah oh, these. The, the, the police come in later, like, these guys were, they, they were amateurs, you know, like, there's no callback to it, yeah. it's just there to give you this little inkling of, he's smarter than you may think he is at this moment, because yeah. he seems just like a frothing of the mouth, you know, kind of lunatic, but no, but you know, he is that, you know, he is that he a is that, bit, but, but he's, he's also, also formidable. I, I don't know, I love it, I can't remember the exact line, but I love when he, like, gets in the car, he's like, go after him! Try some music, man. This isn't that. What does he say? This isn't a funeral procession or something like that. Get some music going. I just, but it's that perfect. That's a perfect like like excuse to have blare, music blaring. Exactly. Like chasing because it's, yeah, because and it mot like it motivates you know what the action movie convention. That's the thing. But they, they find a, they uh, find a story or a character reason yep. to motivate a con the convention of the film genre. Yep. It's they, they know they it's need it in the brilliant. film, like you know, you just you need that in the in a movie. That that's the way movies work. Yeah. But they kind of give you an excuse why. But then I love that sequence right at the very end where they're falling down, yeah, and, and all the sound, the just, sound is cut yeah. out because they're in this huge space. There's nothing you know, for the just sound like, to reflect off like, of. 
Yeah, and it's like those very sure. soft impacts. Yes, yeah. like it's it's not you know. Yeah, great sound design. Oh, uh, I just I, great the sound, sound design. design of the whole film. Like I really dug the 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 album for it is is incredible. But yeah. even just the music, just like that, you know. And I love how everything had like all the people when you were in Wakanda that you saw all the different types of African you know styles of clothes. It wasn't just one. You know, it wasn't just like that one. Hey, we took you know one kind of picture of yeah, this and made right. it happen. It's not like, the, all it's not like the elves in Lord of the Rings, where yeah. you know, like if you know, if, if one you, elf kind of get like this, they basically all look right. Like, you kind of like get that. blinded by their all androgynous, beautiful faces. And, yeah, you know, and it was all very distinct and very different, and, and the, yeah. the the different music beats and everything. It was really was a, just a really, really, really well put together film. One thing I want to talk about is is the color, and, and obviously, you know, there's a I mean, there's a lot of color. Uh, you know, in the film, At which, times. which, which, yeah. yeah, well, I mean, but Marvel, you know, does not like Stray Marvel's not, from, yes. you know, pulling back on the color palette. Uh, their movies tend to be kind of bold, yeah. is what I'm saying. Yes, yeah. But having said that, uh, pro- I mean, probably the dullest color movie they've ever done is Captain America. I think maybe there's something and, else I'm I'm forgetting. But no, I think you're probably. I right. think the first Captain America. But anyway, my point is this. The the movie uses color in a in a really uh, in a really strong kind of uh, statement. Mm-hmm. One thing going in that I know you and I talked about, we're like, what what, what what's up with the purple? With the, the purple. What's up with the purple in the in the fucking the, you know? Like, why did you know? Why does the Black Panther suit need purple sparklers? Yeah. In it, you know. And I, you and I were kind of scratching our heads a little bit. I, it was just like, like a little dubious because, like, know. You know, you, I, we saw those shots of Killmonger with the gold. Yeah, and black, and like, okay, and you see so him he's with, got like, the, the black gold, with the, and the, the silver and the black. Okay. He's got purple. Great. Whatever. But, okay, so number one, the whole, like, you know, kinetic energy absorption yeah. thing, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, cool. that's just, you know, that's just enough, like, the curse system on an F1 car. An F1 mm-hmm. season's about to start, by the way, <laughs> that I could get really, really excited about that idea for really no good reason other than that. You know, but I'm like, hey, he's wearing an F1 car. This is awesome. But... I thought that the, I thought that like there at the end where they, you know, because obviously Killmonger's, you know, got the same tech in his suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought there at the end where they're fighting and you have those two complementary colors, purple and, and gold, uh, you know, going up against each other. There's that, you know, there's that great moment where they're both unleashing that kinetic uh, energy system and, you know, like you just see those purple and gold blasts going off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm like, you know what? Okay, you got me on board with this. I got to say, that, like, that you works. really kind of made it. Like if they hadn't had that, I would have thought, ah, it's just you know, it's sort of a little. They just bit did of it a, to be just a little different from the suit we've yeah, already seen. Yeah, you know, that, that whole. It's trope. a little indulgent, but whatever. But like the fact that they really kind of just embraced it, and 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 made something of it. I, yeah. I mean, you know, like literally, like these two kind of colors popping off in opposition to each other. I I, I thought they really really. Uh, knocked it out of the park, well, and and you know, and it served it served a couple of purposes. You know, they use it as a comedic beat at the very beginning. You know, for that yeah. whole, all right, hit as hard as you can, and he knocks. Why are it you filming? Leg, which is funny. <laughs> well, but then, but then, that's like it's funny because he knocks it over. He's like, why'd you hit it so hard? It's like, well, you told me to hit. You know, like that. Yeah. That's a funny beat. Then she says, okay, go ahead. And go she ahead. starts recording. You know, with her. <laughs> her I need that footage. So it starts off as, as a comedic beat, then of course it gets used in you know in, in, the, in the, the battle stuff. sequences yeah. and stuff, and then it kind of you know. Begins to, to mean a little more as the you know, as the fights are going on, you know. Like I, they, yeah, they, it becomes they dramatic. Do a good job with it. Well, I mean, also just practically, of course, you know, and I, you know, practically speaking, you've got two. When you're a superhero cat 
Well, suit you've got two wearing, guys both wearing a Black Panther costume. You do kind of need something. If to, you if you don't have some way to differentiate them, you know, unless, so unless you're doing the old like at the very end, both of them are holding and somebody's got a gun to the two of them, you know, in the old <laughs> in the old which like, what's 80s, which in the old eighties TV shows, like no, I'm the Black Panther. No, well, I'm, I'm the Black, Black Panther. Panther. It's like ah, shoot that one. Or Hopefully if you've got right you know like Rosie O'Donnell and then like a giant you know uh, mountain of Trapper Keeper Cartman conglomerate. It's yes. like I'm seeing double. <laughs> could go that way too but yeah, so anyway yeah it ended that. up being a practical thing it ended up being a really cool dramatic thing uh, you know <laughs> on and on it went I but going into it I just remember thinking like I don't know it seems gimmicky but I, I thought the same thing it totally worked I, I, yeah there's not much in it like you know I, I think I even remember us talking a little bit about the some of the CG in some of like the early trailers yeah I, I thought I remember thinking just a little bit of like not quite punished. I don't know it's not not quite there yet or something but in the movie like it felt very natural and again in the trailer in the the things leading up to it you know it feels like a bigger part of it and let's be honest you know the action beats in this movie were not the most exciting part of the film really I mean they they might be action on screen most exciting but like the most exciting things were when Bucky Killmonger is like walking into the you know say like yeah I, I want the throne and yeah. you laugh and you know I'm yeah. going to tell you why you won't be laughing much longer you know yeah. like, like those moments you're just like tense you're like oh shit yeah, it's, some real, it's about some, to get real some heavy drama ah it's, so I mean it's a it's another grand slam for Marvel man I tell you I I will <laughs> say like I love you know I don't think if that movie had just come out of the blue without any of the other you know comic book movies going, going on ahead of it I don't know that it would have been like I don't know people would have embraced it like they did I think no. you did kind of need these early films to really kind of get people warmed up to like you know people have super superpowers just get yeah. over it you know just do. people you know this is this is a war they make this believable world and so when this does come out and is just so good like they, they just they nail so many positive things um, it, it just makes it that much better you know that much more easy to accept for the average person, not somebody that would have always liked it. You know, they're like, I think we would have probably seen that and always been like, man, that was awesome. But like, I think the average person maybe, you know, came into this with a little more like trepidation, you know, if, if it weren't for the fact that they'd seen all these other films ahead of it that kind of, you know, broke down the barrier to believing superheroes, not, not any other barrier to like, you know, having a a lead, you know, uh, a strong, you know, female cast, a leading, you know, black man, all that other sort of stuff. This was just like, hey, superheroes are real, kind of get used to that, here's the world we live in, in, in that world, and then you, you inject this into it, and it's just like, man, that was just such a such a good, such good timing and such good quality of the product. Obviously, it's, uh, obviously, it seems to have really hit on all thrusters, given the fact that it's now in, is this its third weekend in release or second weekend? Well, we're just ending, like, this would be the third, so this, this would be the third. Yeah, and it's we had still opening weekend. It's we missed it second weekend. Still number one. Oh, it's still number one by like by a lot. By like, it's more than four or five times the next the, the number two film. Yeah, it is. Um, it is kind of a vacuum cleaner it's, for money. I just looked right before we came because I was just kind of interested to see you know where 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 it was kind of ending up at. And domestic all time, it's number eleven. What? All time in two weeks in the that entirety is 
<laughs> and the entire it's is number eleven all time, and it's only got two weeks under its belt. And let's oh be honest, God, it is not really showing any signs of slowing down. Now, no, it's not. I mean, it is. Let's be fair, it is slowing down. But I mean, it's not showing signs of like the typical fall off week to week that most right. movies have. And let's um, face it, I mean, it doesn't really have at least in the genre. Is there anything to really compete with it until Ready Player One? Oh, you mean for the next like four? That's what, I'm like I, I don't think it's really got anything competing directly against. I mean, maybe Death no. Wish, maybe Death Wish, but no. Well, like to, Death to Wish, me, Death that's, Wish this this weekend, I think it was number three. Yeah. in the theater. Okay, so and did no. something like so? No, the answer is no. Well, and I think it did something like ten, maybe ten million, eight or eight, nine, ten, somewhere in there. Yeah, and this did sixty-five yes! on the third <laughs> on weekend. The third weekend. Um, so yeah, it's it's you know the the only thing this has to worry about competition from is I don't know. Infinity War, in which Black <laughs> Black Panther is a major component of again. Yeah. It's like the only thing that could beat this film is another, is another movie, movie Black with Black Panther with, 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 with the main character from it. That's a, that's that's where you want to be. That's where that, you want to be. That's where you want to be in life. You want right to be there. like, hey, look, can we push this movie off just a little bit longer so I can so we can keep getting the money from my last movie that I'm doing the same role in? Jeez. That's why they. That's why they spread like Star Wars movies three years apart. They're just like we want to milk it for as much as we can get, and then yeah. Disney's just like we can't wait. We're already working on the second one. Just let's let's wrap let's, this one up. Let's just know? go ahead. But let's just made, go ahead. But it's going to clear a billion. Like so, worldwide, it is at almost nine hundred million. Oh my god! In two weeks, it is going to break a billion by the end of this week. You know, that no is, no question. And, that's fucking crazy. And that is just, it's it's insane. Good for them, man. Good for them. So. I guess in the in the final analysis, um, I think that it it my my friend is correct in that yes, definitely a Marvel origin film. But I gotta say that I, I thought that this movie managed to break the mold for a number of reasons in a number of ways. This movie ran, really managed to break the mold of the Marvel origin film. Wherefore, as example, I don't think that Doctor Strange did. Like yeah, I remember coming out of Doctor Strange and feeling a little bit like, and I, I felt like the movie was a little bit weighted down by the origin story of it. Absolutely. And this movie, and that was what I was hoping for, because I'm like, we already established Black Panther. Well, we already, you know, we already get a lot of the stuff about him from uh, from Civil War. Yep. And so this should really just, you know, this should really just kind of move forward with different things and that's exactly what they did and you gotta admit like you know just to, to some degree it's like you know I, I don't think Doctor Strange had that luxury we, we we weren't introduced to him correct prior to this you know correct. in the cinematic universe I think another example of where they did this I think pretty well although I don't think they did anywhere near as well as in this although still very I, I still hold it quite highly is Homecoming like right. we see Spider-Man right. is introduced in Civil War, yep. same same movie actually. You know, they're both mm-hmm. introduced in the same film. We get an inkling of their character. We kind of know, we don't need to know every minutia about especially with Spider-Man. Especially with Spider-Man, but even to some degree here, you know, so they were able to just sort of get get to the point and kind of hit those those points and like I love it in this like they don't really spend any time on like, you know, his training you know, like, what did yeah. Black Panther... How, how did Black Panther train to be this fight? We all know. He fucking fought rhinoceroses out in the wilderness. <laughs> and, and, fuck, we all know these are basic things. No, but, you know, stared, him, stared him down with his badassness. It's just like, we don't need... We understand. He is a warrior. He has been a warrior since he was 
you know, a baby probably. Yeah. And we get that. We don't need to see told. that to, to understand it, you know. Yeah. Um, we get it in that, again, a storytelling piece of the the who wants to fight for the, you know, for the for the position. But that's almost kind of like, it's a storytelling, like, hey, here is part of, so you understand the world we're in. But it also helps to sort of, you know, solidify that, yeah, he's also one of the best warriors because we took his ability away. He's not fighting as the Black Panther. He is fighting as T'Challa, you know, yeah. just himself. And so they, they use a lot of ways of, of getting the same thing across but without having to handhold you through it. Right. And um, I, so the, I think both of those movies kind of have that um, – have a little bit of that luxury that we were introduced to him first. I think maybe that's why it would be a great idea for them to just start doing this a little more often. You know, for us to get peppered in. You know, which I'm, I have. I, I agree. And and maybe like Infinity War, I'm, I'd say we probably will maybe get this with one or two people. You know, that we're gonna get a glimpse of that we're not gonna learn about more until later. Like yeah. you know, maybe Captain Marvel. You know, I, I don't know. Like yeah, I mean, we'll see. Um, so I think that's the perfect way of doing it because you do you kind of. You get them out there a little bit, and then later you come back and you 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 know flesh them out. You know, show yeah. show them the fleshed out you exactly know, thing. You, you just get to you just get to expand on it, expound on it, whatever. Yeah, um, I, I agree. I thought it was I thought it was really effective here. Oh yes. One other thing, and th- this is kind of a minor thing uh, in contrast, but the I thought that the way the movie opened was really neat. The the kind of the um, Almost like it reminds me a little bit of like a, like a Guillermo del Toro opening where there's enough sort of like ancient history or mythology or oh, something yes, to explain yeah. that you have to have some little sequence. I, it, I'm thinking of Hellboy the Golden Army specifically, but uh, that whole sequence at the beginning that's kind of showing, you know, the asteroid coming to Earth and then uh, and, and you're kind of seeing like, you know, the five tribes of Wakanda rising and you're kind of like figuring out. All that see stuff. Them fight against each other, then see them come together, then see the world around it go right. to war. And da, 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 da. But it, but it's told as like a bedtime story to yeah. a child, uh, to you know a young T'Challa in this case. Yep, we assume. But also really clever is that the like the way that it's presented, like you know, you just think it's some kind of like neat visual effect kind of thing where yeah. you know, you've got all these sort of pixelated just a stylistic people. choice to make it look kind of neat but it turns out it's their sand table yeah it's their sand table technology that you're seeing and and you know although you're not seeing them you could very well imagine that t'challa and his father when he's talking about that showing up on the table yeah. next to his bed or something yeah exactly that you know that they're watch that they're watching what we're watching they're kind of you know seeing this little diorama come to life again you know it's just it's a little thing, but it's really clever, and and I guess I really appreciate cleverness yeah. uh, in in movies. I, I like those touches. Oh, I do too. They're, and I like when they are subtle enough that they just sort of ah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh-huh. But it's not like you know, beating beating you over the head. With, oh, do you get it? Do you get what we're doing? Do you see what we're doing? You know, it's just they just we're sort being of clever. It. Did you notice? We're being clever. Do you not get it? <laughs> like they just do it, and you're kind of like oh, later on we start seeing even the the you know the end credits you know kind of come back around to it again. Yeah, and yeah. it's just a again it's one of those sort of things that ties a lot of the you know the technology and the story and the world and the characters all just you know helps helps tie them together even more you know what it reminded me of a little bit and i don't think that this is i don't think this means anything but you know what it reminded me of was the the table in x-men the table in x-men so weird it's exactly what i was thinking too it reminds me of the table i remember i always remember because we i remember us talking after that you know and, and thinking about how how little that in in comparativeness how little that movie was made on yeah. and like how they had to hire 
X, like, uh, sorry, X, uh, so many different uh, companies to do the special effects because right. they were like, you know, this company had to do it and it was going to take them so long to get that done, so they got somebody else to do it. I just remember right. thinking, like, I wonder how much that cost. How much that, did that? Just that one sequence that, that doesn't take cost? maybe, what, five minutes that they're sitting there? You I mean, know, yeah, I mean, probably, basically, the plane's going to come around here, we're going to land on Liberty Island. If they got anything that can catch our plane, they, they probably to catch us. They probably uh, literally were like in on set, be like, no, 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 that's too long. That, that extra. <laughs> That extra half second you took to say that line will yeah. cost like five hundred thousand dollars. So, so it's like they keep getting Scott to reset. Okay, so if I had to turn about no, 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 quicker, quicker. You got five hundred thousand. Okay, play stops goes. Special liberty. Okay, we can we can we can make that work. Like you got to hurry this up. I've got a child to molest. I mean, oh. I've got oh, shouldn't be making Too jokes. Soon. Shouldn't be making jokes. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I really, I really enjoyed that. And you know. Maybe for more than anything is because that was maybe the least Marvel feeling movie in the Marvel universe I've, I've had yet, and I don't yeah. say that in a positive or negative way. It's just it was just different. It felt yeah, it like it really this to me felt like a new direction. So like you know we can kind of you know I I, I don't have it, but I do I do see and I, I do kind of understand that some people have a little bit of a um, they're starting to get just a little weary of the superhero films. I, yeah. I can, I can, I can fathom that. I really can. I mean, yeah. I, I'm still enjoying them, but I can understand some people wouldn't. This to me feels like a great way of like, hey, so here's here's maybe how we do it. We get, you know, now that we have done, you know, some of the heavy lifting of like getting people to believe, you know, red, yellow, and orange jumpsuited people flying around in the sky. We've kind of made that now like you don't have to buy into that. Like anybody can do a movie like that now, and people will just be okay with it. Now we can start telling more deeper, more meaningful, you know, stories and kind of, you know, go go that direction maybe for the next set of movies. Right. And I would love to know, like, what people that maybe this was their first maybe sort of superhero movie in a long time, like, you know, maybe the what do they think? You know, because obviously the audience is, is wider than your than than even your typical superhero movie. So True. like, you know, I'd love to know what if they came out of it just being like. Man, that was a really good movie. Like, I didn't really like the fighting and the suits were a little... But the story was... You know, I mean, I wonder if that's right. how they are or if they just how liked they it look? all or if they, you know... Yeah, it'd be interesting to have that perspective. Yeah. But you I'm know. not a loser, so I don't have that perspective. <laughs> I like I like superhero movies. You know, uh, you're right, though, in that... Well, you and I, and we're not the only ones that have, have made, have, uh, made this analogy, but... I think you know the superhero genre is very analogous to the western genre of the 20th century mm -hmm. in that it you know it really spawned all kinds of movies and you know did all kinds of things and but it was interesting how it evolved and in the same way that I think that westerns were a thing they and they were kind of one thing for like a long time and then they began to evolve and change and people began to kind of turn the genre on its head and mm -hmm. in some ways I wonder if Black Panther isn't a little bit like a, uh, a fistful of dollars. Sure. You know, like it, it's, it, it kind of throws like such a, a, a different kind of sensibility and a different kind of look and flavor into the genre, the same way spaghetti westerns did, that, um, you know, that, that it, it doesn't end up having that sort of rejuvenating effect you're describing. Well, you know, it's like I was, I watched, um, I watched Rashomon uh, the other day. I don't know. And exactly your life where. is better for it. Absolutely. It's, um, but you know, I think on the surface, if somebody just looked at maybe a couple stills from the photo or read a brief synopsis, they'd be like, you know, oh, it's just a samurai film. It's just a, and I'm like, it honestly, 
barely has anything to do with yeah. Sam. I mean, like you know, there, there, there's, there's obviously one of the characters, or two of the characters, I guess, are. But I mean, they're, they're like, it, you know. But the whole thing is that's one of those movies where I think you know, Kira Kurosawa is able to take you know, kind of maybe more sort of standard. You know, he did uh, you know, like um, uh, kind of pulp or film noir, film noir stuff with um, uh, what's the one? Uh, what's the shoot? It's the cop film, like the the one with the uh, Mafune. Yeah, he's uh, those... high and low. Yeah, yeah. So high and low, it's like like kind of taking like a sort of a, a, you know just like a, a cop you know flick and, and taking it and making it a much deeper you know a, a deeper story. Um, just there's there's certain people that can kind of take a genre that is very plain, you know, like uh, um, who is it that did the uh, Sergio Leone? Leone. Yeah, like you know they're able to take that and kind of be like you know hey you know with a few little tweaks you can make it like actually be kind of more than the sum of its parts you right, know like right. it's not just a that's a good point um so i don't know I, and i think that is the way we're getting some of these movies like this where it's you know they're they're cool and they're fun to watch and kids it'll get kids in theaters but like you know the parents and kids kind of sit there and, and and take a lot from it too and yeah i agree it's, it's a movie that can i mean there were teenagers in there watching it with us you know uh, oh there was young kids and, i was gonna say there was everything from kids to like you know i i, I don't know there were people much older than much us older than us yeah um, and like and that's getting and that's getting harder to do. We're like forty years old. We're, <laughs> we're in our thirties still, right? Um, but uh, yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like I, I think that movie, and that's always a really really great achievement is when you can deliver a movie to a lot of different people across uh, across you know sort of a, you know a gender uh, spectrum across uh, you know a cultural spectrum. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that this movie really delivers for a lot of people on, on a lot of different levels, and that is pretty damn cool. Well, when we were first walking in, I saw so many kids, because there, there actually were quite a few, like, whole families, like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. in there. I remember kind of thinking to myself, like, man, is this going to be a movie that's okay for them to see? Like, I really wasn't sure. Like, right. just in my head, I'm going, like, you know, I feel like this movie's going to be, not, like, dark, but, you know, a little darker and a little... Man, that's, that's a bit worse way, but... It, <laughs> It's going to be, um, the movie's going to be one way that I'm not really, know how to explain. No, but in all fairness, like, I just wasn't really sure if it was going to be the kind of movie for, for like, little kids. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, it was perfectly fine. Like, I'm sure there's a couple of, you know, action things that if, you know, could maybe, you know, scare a, a kid here or there. But not really, you know. It was, it was, it, but I also didn't feel like, oh, man, they really held back. Like, that scene should have been harder or they you yeah, know whatever because right. they didn't use language oh, they PG-13 or whatever this movie. i didn't have that feeling anywhere throughout the movie and that's another thing that i think marvel you know you i do applaud fox for what they did with logan like i yeah. i think for that story not even people even say that character i don't think wolverine always needs to be that like that yeah. i think wolverine can work really well matter of fact he did i mean x2 was like he i think great. still one of the best x-men movies out there and and it and it was you know they played it relatively safe. You can still have that character be really good, but that story needed the the extra violence yeah. and the the you know not not having to hold back on language and being able to say things that need to be said and, and show things on screen that were tough to watch. Um, it really needed that, you know. And if Marvel gets to a point where there is a film where that is really needed, I kind of hope they have the 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 fortitude to do it. I don't necessarily know that they're going to get there anytime soon, though. Because right. let's be honest, like all, you know, all their stories, I think they they have this really good way of being able to to tastefully pair everything around. Of like, you know, well, 
you know, yeah, we could do that here, but do we really need it? Because if we don't do it, it still works, and here's a way to do it, and yada, yada, yada. Well, you know, I think that, um, I think that the merger with Fox will maybe provide a, uh, maybe a path for them in the sense that, you know, Fox has this terrific success going on with Deadpool, with Logan, and Fox seems to be excited about the idea of exploring uh, what an R-rated sort of superhero film can be. Mm-hmm. And obviously, if the, if the merger with Fox and Disney goes through as it is intended to, you know, Bob Iger, uh, the, the day that they first announced the deal, Bob Iger was saying that he could see a way forward for something like Deadpool uh, if they had, you know, like he was talking about like some sort of label that would designate that it's kind of a that, more mature. It, it's a Marvel movie. It's a superhero movie, but it you know it's an R-rated like you know some sort of some sort of label, some sort of you know maybe like a like like they'd set up like a studio specifically to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that it would just help differentiate in the minds of the audience, you know, like what that's going to be. Sure. And so if that were to happen, then that opens the door for you know everybody else Whatever. to walk through as yeah. well. So if Marvel Studios ever decided that they wanted to like like a, I mean you frankly like like a Punisher you know, it, like that's a, exactly a, what I was going to say like like their Netflix characters mm-hmm. Punisher Jessica Jones Daredevil yeah Luke K- I mean like if if they were ever to come to the big screen I think they would probably benefit from R-rated treatment I think that those characters you know they they have that kind of like hard-boiled gritty sort of sensibility in in the Netflix series and if that were to come to the big screen it would be a good match for it so uh, you know maybe uh maybe that could open the door for uh, I, I agree for that kind of stuff to happen but uh, we're not here to talk about any of those assholes we're here to talk about Black Panther <laughs> and his bad attitude and uh, and there was massive excellent excellent movie man it was it was really good I mean and we've got we've got two more Marvel movies to look forward to this year I mean we and, say real quick though you say that we have Infinity War to look forward uh, to this year. Like, I mean, it's kind of like saying, like, you know, ah, yeah, you know, later in the year we got uh, a couple more uh, tracks coming from this hot artist. You know, it's, in, like, it's like we have, honestly, kind of the culmination yeah. of everything since, I mean, really since the beginning, but since the Avengers, com- you know, culminating, you know, yeah. to this to this moment. And really, we already know it's going to last beyond the moment we're about to see. So it's like, yeah. we're, we're, we just, we know we're getting the first half pretty much of a massive massive you know culmination of everything we looked at that's one of the things coming that's up. one that's one that's one and then we've got um uh there's just i mean this year is incredible what's the other what's the other marvel movie this year i'm sorry I'm ant-man, and wasp. ant-man and wasp which i think ant-man was one of those where i really i really felt like that was going to be the first one that they missed on, you know, yeah. halfway into the movie, both of us were 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 like, "Here it is, Marvel's first. We're like, "Wow, okay, well, I, I mean, I guess it happens sometimes." And then by the end of the movie, we were we were completely like, "Oh, shit, nope, that it's was great, crazy." So, I I have a lot of I have high hopes for this one, and I will say, like, the trailer again didn't blow me away like the first no, one did, you know. But, but it I seemed think that's, fun. It seemed it seemed fun. Like yeah. it seemed fine. And but I, I guess what I'm saying is, I kind of hope because that's the other trailer didn't either. And I'm hoping that's kind of the same way. It's like we go in there and like the jokes aren't, you know, you're laughing at the same stuff from the trailer. It's like it's going to be, you know, we yeah. have new stuff and funnier stuff. That was what I, I, that's one of the things that saved that first movie is that the funniest stuff is in the movie. Yes, not yeah. The trailer and, and uh, that that's one of the things that that really helped 
our I think our experience with the first movie. I would agree. Maybe it didn't help the movie itself. And then we got the way that we appreciated. Oh it. yeah, and then we got what another. Um, What's it? Because we have other Marvel-related movies, not necessarily. Yeah, well, there's there's, a, there's Deadpool two. Obviously. Deadpool two. You've got uh, Dark X-Men, Phoenix, Dark Phoenix, and New, New Mutants. Year. You've got New Mutants, which is probably out of all those. Like, you know, I'm I'm mildly interested in it. Although I will admit, I feel like it was something they probably did to try to get out quickly enough to you know use the license. You know, yeah, before before, before anything. anything happened. But I mean, I, you know, who knows? It could it could end still up could in be something. a good movie. Yep. We got Ready Player One at the end of this month. Got we've, solo. We've got solo. Well, okay. So I can, there's something else. I can't remember what it is, but there, I think there's something else. Because I remember now they've they've changed the release date for Infinity War here in the states. It was coming out, I think, first week of May. Now it's coming out, I think, last week of April. But I remember you and I were talking one night. We looked. We were looking at the release schedule, and it was like, okay, so we've got this, and then two weeks later we've got this, this. And, then and then two weeks later we've got this, and then two weeks later. And it went on like that until August. So what? So how much is going to be separating Solo and Infinity War now? I think it's. I, I don't know. I, okay. I can't. I can't remember. I. I think it's a week, but maybe it's two. Maybe. That, that almost maybe seems Infinity like a, War was coming out the week before Solo, and now it's coming out two weeks before. I will say I can't that remember. seems like a bit of a misstep on Disney from a corporate standpoint. Like, like they really didn't think that those two were going to compete. Would compete. Like, I mean, yeah. just you. You got to think that like those are similar demographics, yeah. and and I, I don't know. Anyway. You have to imagine that moving the release date for a major film like that up a week yeah. has got to be a major thing. I mean, because yeah. if if it's as as it, if it's as hectic on Infinity War as it is on a lot of other movies, I mean, you know, they're working up to the last possible second to get everything oh, yeah. dialed in, and so to move it up a week, uh, that can't have been an easy decision. I'm almost like a little you surprised said, it didn't go the other way. Like I really, well, that, like, like Solo, like go back a, a week. stand exactly yeah. like a standalone, not not um, what do you want to call it? like not in the norm, you know, normal time frame of things. You know, a, a Star Wars story. Yeah, yeah. Like, you so would have thought it would have been pushed back, and like you know, so I don't know. Just I don't. I, you know, there's, there's probably nothing to really be gleaned from that, but it does just kind of, it's kind of odd. Like, it's just kind of like, oh, it just doesn't happen that often. Yeah. Usually they figure this out. Way in it. Way in it. True enough. Anyway, somebody, um, somebody, somebody at Disney was like still counting the Black Panther money. Was like you know, <laughs> guys, we got everybody on the on the floor working on this. Like you know, can we? Don't we have other stuff we're supposed to work? Oh shit! Jesus, I'm busy. Busy. Come on. Well, uh, guys, thank you so much for joining us. We look forward to hearing what you think. Of course, most of you, I think, have already seen the movie at this point. So you're probably chomping at the bit to uh, share your pearls of wisdom. So please do. We really appreciate you guys joining us once again. As always, we'll be back next time for more uh, movie talk and action, probably with Ready Player One. We'll see uh, if there's anything that crops up in the interim. But the point is, we'll see you for that on the next episode of the show. Thanks once again. The breakdown rolls on. Yeah.